Rabbi Leonard A. Matanke, Congregation KINS of West Rogers Park, Chicago, Illinois. Topic, a cappella music during the three weeks. Shiva Sabbath Tammuz, the 17th day of Tammuz, marked the beginning of the three weeks, the most mournful and sorrowful period of our Jewish year. In halachic literature, this period is referred to as the Benamet Sarim, the p- days between tragedies, between the anniversary of the breaching of the walls of Yerushalayim and Tisha B'Av, the destruction of both of our Batei Mikdash. During this period, Chazal legislated that we gradually impose upon ourselves an increasing level of mourning, which according to the Rav, Rav Yosef Dov Salavechik Zatzal, was designed to slowly increase our awareness and sensitivity to these tragic events of so long ago. Because of this, the morning of these three weeks are actually divided into four periods of growing intensity. First, the days leading up to Rosh Chodesh Av, commonly referred to as the three weeks. Then, the nine days, which begin with Rosh Chodesh Av, followed by the week in which Tisha B'Av falls, and finally, Tisha B'Av itself. During this first period of mourning, the days leading up to Rosh Chodesh Av, the three weeks, Ashkenazim are generally forbidden to take a haircut or shave, get married or participate in a wedding, recite Shechianu, or listen to music or dance. Of course, in each of these areas there are exceptions, such as the general practice which allows one to recite Shechianu on Shabbos of the three weeks, the permissibility of shaving up until the nine days for those who typically shave every day, and even the possibility of allowing a wedding on the night of the 17th of Tammuz when there is no other option. However, until recent times, the prohibition of music was accepted and observed without exception. Part of this acceptance was due to the general prohibition of non-Simcha-related music in our post-Temple era, as described in the Shulchan Aruch in Chapter 560, and which until modern times was the norm. But part of this acceptance was also due to the fact that until Edison's invention of recorded music and later Marconi's invention of the radio, the definition of music and musical instruments was simple and understood. However, today, with the explosion of technology, the halachic status of music heard over CDs or even the radio is the subject of debate. Complicating matters even further is the emergence of the genre of Jewish a cappella music, music which can be nearly indistinguishable from instrumental music, especially with the assistance of computer synthesizers, and which is now being marketed as sphera music, suggesting that it is completely permitted during the sphera and the three weeks. While it is true that there are those who do permit listening to such recordings during the three weeks, and even one opinion found in the appendix to the Shari Mitzuyanim Halacha, chapter 122, that would permit all recorded Jewish inspirational music, most posts can frown on listening to this music during the three weeks or prohibit it outright. The most extreme position was taken by the Shevet Alevi, Rav Shmuel Vosner, who in 1984, in his volume 6, response to 69, and then again in 1989, volume 8, response to 127, ruled that tape recorders are actually considered musical instruments regardless of the type of music that they play. Therefore, according to Rav Vosner, recorded a cappella music is strictly prohibited during the three weeks. A different position regarding a cappella music was taken by Rav Eliezer Waldenberg in his Tzitz Eliezer, volume 15, response to 33, where in 1982 he ruled that playing recorded instrumental music is prohibited, while recorded a cappella music is not considered Zimra de Mana, a musical instrument, but rather retains its status as Zimra de Puma, merely vocal music and should be permitted. According to him, and relying on a response of Reb Moshe Feinstein's Atzal, who issued a similar ruling in 1958 regarding radio broadcasts, it all depends on what is recorded. Vocal recordings retain their status as vocal music, and instrumental recordings are instrumental music. 
However, Rav Aldenberg does conclude that because of the prohibition of music during the three weeks relates not only to listening to music, but that our custom extends it even to rikudim and to singing and dancing without instrumental music, that during Sphere in the three weeks it is prohibited to listen to recorded a cappella music. Based upon these sources, it is clear that while there may be a basis for listening to recorded a cappella music during the three weeks in Sphira, it is not a blanket heter. In fact, most postkin would prohibit its general use during these weeks. Of course, if a person is listening to the music for purposes other than enjoyment, for example, if one is listening to music to stay awake and alert during long, long drives, however, Aaron Lichtenstein, Schlitz, and others would permit such activities. Finally, since weddings are permitted during the days leading up to the three weeks, there is another interesting debate regarding the permissibility of any form of music during the week of Sheva Brachot, which might extend past the 17th of Tammuz and into the three weeks themselves. According to Reb Moshe Feinstein's Zatzal, it would be permitted to have music and dancing at these events, while according to others, such as the Shraga Meir and the B'nai Tzion, it would be prohibited. The most common practice seems to be a compromise position, to permit singing and dancing and prohibit, or at the very least, limit any instrumental music. May our customs of mourning over Yerushalayim be transformed into the source of great comfort, as one day soon we all witness its rebuilding. As it is written, whoever mourns Jerusalem, will merit to witness its ultimate joy.